Panthers post-game podcast after Storm come away from the Motor Point Arena with a 3-1 win over the Nottingham Panthers. I'm John O'Bollard. I'd like to say I'm joined by Ken Feast. <laughs> Hello. And Dan Green. Evening, everybody. And uh, we might get a word with the brothers Hazel Diners. They've... Uh, <laughs> Oh, Joe's got to go. Just quickly, very quickly, Joe. Are you, are you all right? Because I saw you take a knock in the corner. So, no. are you... yeah, I'm fine. Thank you. Good, good. Right, you, you go and get the coach, mate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Arch, quickly. How, how was that? Uh, I think we battled hard. We just, I don't, I don't, I don't think we performed to our best, but we were battling out there. So it was just a tough result, really. Yeah, uh, I'll let you go because I know Joe's got to go. So uh, thanks, thanks for the thanks for the quick word. Appreciate it. Oh, guys, uh, Corey Nielsen returned. Let's start with that at the start of the game. What a reception! It was, yeah, it was emotional. It was, you know, it was great to see him back behind the bench. That yellow tie on, just you know, he's got the, you know, his back is where he should be. Um, and I think the fans just gave an amazing reception uh, and that video uh, you know great at the beginning shame we couldn't get the lights down a bit of a problem with the arena lighting I think uh, they need to take a look at some technical side of things because that wasn't uh, working too well um, so we couldn't go to blackout which was frustrating um, but you know they're hoping to get that get that all sorted but yeah return of Corey it's just shame we couldn't grab the win but I think it's understandable in terms of Kind of, we've got to go through a process now. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, Dan, we said on commentary, didn't we? There was just something that looked right about Corey being behind the bench there. Yeah, it just looked like he'd never been away. Really, you just sort of come out, but you know, like Ken said, you know, big crowd for for a Sunday game. The atmosphere was really good before, you know, really good build up, like you said, with the, with the video and everything, and it was really all set up for a, for a really you know big win, really amazing performance at home. Lots of goals didn't quite happen that way, but you know, again, like Ken said, you know, it's going to take time. Uh, he's only been here for one day, so um, yeah, it'll be a little bit of a work in progress, but it, it was awesome to see him and, and, and have him back. Mm. And Chris Gadsby from BBC Radio Nottingham also with us. Uh, you've just spoken to him. How, how was he in the interview? Yeah, I mean, he was optimistic, considering what, you've, what uh, you know, Dan and Ken have said there. He has only had one training session. He's mixed the lines up a bit. And Sheffield last night took a lot out of the players. You know, going, getting that equaliser with five minutes to go, going all through overtime, seven rounds of a shootout before it, uh, you know, before it came to its conclusion. So you know, optimistic, I think, yeah, giving more time with the players' training sessions. We've got a string of games coming up now against teams in and around Panthers in the league. So it's a good opportunity to string some wins together. And that's the thing. I think the optimum word here is time. Uh, we, Corey has till the end of the season but he's got to be given time to get these players to play his way and it's you know let's be honest we were chatting before uh, you know it's 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 not his jigsaw is it he's, he's putting together the pieces someone else's jigsaw uh, and he's got to work out where everyone fits together best also yeah, he said on the uh, on the interview he likes his teams to play fast high levels of intensity I, you know, genuinely thought in that first period, the intensity level was higher than what I've seen from this team. Um, there was, it was some physicality, good play, and you know, say so shame, shame the way it went in the end. But I think 
the players have certainly responded to Corey behind the bench. It's just time, you know, you say 24 hours, not a long time to start embedding systems. And uh, that's, that's the key thing, isn't it? It's what happens in training this week. How, you know, he's seen them in two game situations. Now he can start implementing where he wants his, the piece of the jigsaw to go. Mm. I mean, Dan, he said, he said in the interview that he, 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 the place conditioning wasn't where he wanted it to be. You know, so that's obviously something that's going to be worked on. Yeah, I know. You know, his practices were always really fast, really, you know, up-tempo, lots of battling, lots of skating, all about skill and competing. So I think, you know, as Ken said, they've had one one practice session together. Um, so give him three or four next week, you know, slowly chip away, get those, get those levels up, um, and then hopefully a big game here Friday night. Yeah, and another big game coming up against the, the Five Flyers on Friday, which is Panthers' next game. And I suppose, Chris, we'll see what sort of things have been put into place during the next week of training then. Yeah, we will. I think it's the teddy bear toss night as well, so it should be a great night uh, from the fans. I think what we're going to see next week is probably where Corey's knowledge of the players comes into fruition. So, so for, for Gary Graham, he didn't know any of the players coming in, whereas although Corey hasn't um, coached other than Myers these guys in a Panthers uniform he knows Ferrari he knows Myers he knows the likes of Kelsall and all of the Brits from the GB squad he knows what these players can do I mean all you've got to do is look at the fact that he put Ferrari straight up onto the top line tonight and he knows what these players are capable of and where they play best so I think given the time as we've said give them a week of coaching and I think we'll see almost a very different Panthers side on Friday night against Fife it's not only been it's been a very emotional week for the club not just for Corey but for the players as well because they've got to get used to, to new systems it's a whole new line combination so it is going to get time for that to be worked out absolutely and you know it's a big change you know they've like i said just go back to this thing it's it's kind of where you deploy your troops i guess in terms of what you want them to do i think the thing about corey is we've, we've you know we've seen it over the years he takes players and he almost like deconstructs them and makes them better so he's He's an extremely good coach from that point of view of, of he can, he's, he's capable of changing a player. And he mentioned again on that, on that interview about, you know, Kelt's playing on, on defence and he's like, well, I could have another Mark Richardson. He's not, he'll look at a player, how they, how they play well, what their strengths are. He's not afraid to turn around and go, right, actually, you know, you, we're going to change where you, you know, completely where you play, what you've, everything you've been used to. Because for me, with the team that, I've, that I'm setting up, you work better in a different position or whatever. I just think it's that coaching that needs that takes time, and the players have got to then have confidence. A lot of them, as you say, know a lot of players in the room, so they will have confidence, and that needs to kind of just go throughout the room and get him. To, it's just got to put his imprint on it, hasn't it? It's like him. He's come in. It's like almost like a preseason game. Yeah. It's like two yeah. preseason games because. To him, it is. He's starting from now with with a, a deck of cards that he hasn't chosen. You know. Mm. I mean, Dan, d- just talking about Jordan Kelsall there, it was something we mentioned a lot on com- commentary. How comfortable he looked on that blue line. Yeah, he didn't. I think you, you were saying that you've seen him play a little bit of defence when he was back, you know, in uh, in Okanagan years ago. But yeah, you know, he skates well. He's very intelligent, and he's a defence first type guy anyway even when he's a forward so um, yeah I think I mean I don't expect him to stay there but it's you know with the injuries we've got I think he could easily slot back and play a handful of games and you know he had two one two really good chances tonight offensively and certainly didn't disappoint defensively so yeah he was really solid 
Let's have a quick word about our opponents tonight, the Manchester Storm. Great road game that they played and a team I commentated on last night and they, they got quite heavily beaten 5-1 by the five flyers. I thought they came in here and played an excellent, excellent game. Yeah, it was not a performance I was necessarily expecting, but they battled hard for every single put. They were, they were high on the forecheck, caused Panthers a lot of problems getting out of their own zone at times. And it did cause you know the Panthers some issues. What you would feel would be a sometimes an easy outlet pass ended up getting intercepted and, and Manchester had the chance inside the zone I mean first goal you know, had a bit of fortune from behind the goal line came off the uh, <coughs> the back of Alex De Bo. the second goal a huge scramble out in front it looked as though Critchlow managed to poke at home while he was falling down to the ice so it, it was a, a strong performance from Manchester but as uh, Dan said not a bad defensive performance from Panthers I think they were unlucky with the first two goals and of course the empty netter is uh, you, know, you throw it on from 180 feet away and it's almost luck as much as anything I mean, Dan, as a netminder, you can surely appreciate the performance of Jeremy Brodeur tonight. He, he was exceptional. Yeah, he was excellent. I think that's the first time I've seen him. We, we touched on him playing in Sheffield a few years ago a little bit. But yeah, I mean, he was, uh, you know, big, played the puck well, made every first save, you know, made some two or three really big saves in the third. And he made the saves at the big times. And, you know, if, I, th- I think if we'd have got one or two in the, in, in the second, um, it could have been much different. So, yeah, he was excellent. I'm sure Matt Ginn will be happy you know, if they stick with him almost as the number one, if he can, he can win some road games. Mm-hmm. And finally, guys, let's let's look ahead to Friday night. Back here again, and um, I think we'll see uh, a different performance, won't we? Absolutely, yeah. Going to have a you know a week of practice, uh, you know, implementation of systems. It's going to it's going to be different again. Obviously, Chris says we've got the teddy bear toss, so make sure you um, you bring your teddy bears wrapped nicely in, in plastic put them on your Christmas list so I'll be going to unfortunate kids uh, around Nottingham with help from the Renewal Trust so big thank you to them for helping organise what is a logistical effort and chuck them on the ice when the Panthers score their first goal so that's coming up and also next weekend we've got Myers, Matthew Myers testimonial as well coming up on the Sunday 3 o'clock face off I think in preparation for if England get through I think I'm right in saying it's it's kind of a bit earlier in the day. Yeah, it's at to, three, to, to, I yeah. think England's game would be at seven if we... Yeah, oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. so, you know, lots of uh, faces that, that we know from Panthers history that are coming over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of whom is, is stood right in front of me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Dan, we're, we're hoping to get a little bit of practice time yeah, yeah. on Friday. You might, you might get a shoot, few shots I, I from know. me. I'm going to try and sneak my way onto the ice at some point this week, just so I remember which leg my pads go on. And just, <laughs> just muscle memory, though, for you, because like you know, we'll see. I'll tell you if, if I'm actually going. No, it's you know, it's one of those things where it's. I think like the fitness will be okay, but it's just that reactions moving. Around. Like, I, I played in his one in, in Cardiff in the summer, and it's just like you see a shot and it takes you an extra two seconds to even like register because it's just not natural. I think it's a bit easier for players to have time out and come back but for goalers it's such a like focused position. Yeah, it'll be... It'll be what are you going to be doing during the week to improve your reaction times? Just... You know, do you just that, just taking a tennis ball everywhere I go, you know, <laughs> juggling constantly. Uh, yeah, no, nothing at all. But if I can get on the ice maybe once this week, hopefully, if I can sneak on for 10 minutes just to have a move around and make sure my groins don't explode, that will um, help me. So, yeah, we'll see. Take some pucks from a 50-year-old ex-third-line rec player. Yeah. So that's... <laughs> That's fine by me. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, uh, thank you. Appreciate your time. And thank you to you for listening to the Panthers post-game podcast.